The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Welcome, everyone. Yes, I am your host, Vincent Jenna, and this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And I am still coming to you live from Topsail Beach, Topsail Island, North Carolina. And let me tell you, it has been quite cold here. So when it goes down into the 30s, that's not so bad, but the wind from the ocean makes it down into the 20s. So it's been quite bitter, but fun and beautiful. Every morning I wake up and all you see is this gorgeous sunrise over the ocean reflecting on the sea and you see the sea. And then on the other side, you see the bay and it's blue, gorgeous Famous North Carolina blue skies, Tar Heel blue, not Duke blue. Let's make that clear to everyone. Tar Heel blue skies. So um, I hope you had a fabulous week today. Today is a very special day for all of you who are listening. And I hope you are listening. And I hope you share this then podcast with everyone else. Do me a favor and do that when you're done and you're listening. And I know you guys are loyal fans. I love you all. You keep coming back here to listen to me. Um, You're better than my wife. She doesn't want to listen to me anymore because she's heard it all. Um, uh, Share this with others. Share this on your post. It helps me get out there and reach people who really need to hear it. Okay, I'm only reinforcing things for many of you, but I'm hoping that today brings a different insight to all of you and a different perspective because it's really important. And it's a show that when you listen to it and you learn how to tap in the way I'm going to tell you how to tap in, you will raise your vibration to a higher level. I promise you that. I promise you that. So the title of today's show is Life is a Hallmark Moment. It's a Hallmark Moment. I love that title because it truly is a Hallmark Moment. You know, it's really funny as, as humans, and I've explained this over and over again, we like to blame things and cast and project our issues onto other people, onto other circumstances, onto other things. And one of the biggest you complaints you hear about any holiday is the concept of commercialism. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they're advertising. They got all the Christmas decorations up, and we haven't even gotten rid of the pumpkins yet. Uh, you know, or, or it hasn't. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Uh, the Halloween decorations haven't come down, and there's a Christmas tree up in the stores and the malls already. And all we do is complain about that, complain, complain, complain. So let me ask you a question then. Oh, and by the way, uh, before Christmas is even over, right, you're probably already seeing each day that gets closer to Christmas, you will see on the shelves 25% off all Christmas items. Uh, It's a great time to get sales. Who buys their stuff just before Christmas? I mean, uh, just wait. 
and you know, buy your next year's decorations and wrapping paper and Christmas cards this year. Um, and then it gets down to 30% and 40% off. And, and Christmas Eve, it's 50% off from that day on. And then the day after Christmas, you walk down one aisle and on one side is all the 50% off of the Christmas items. And on the other side is all the Valentine's Day items. Yes, we need to put that out ahead of time. Of course we do. But let me ask you this. Why do you think they put that out? I know what you're going to go to. I know exactly what you're going to say, because this is what everybody says. Oh, well, so that you can buy a lot. So do you think that because they put the items out two months prior or a month prior to the holiday, you buy twice as much. So every time you walk into the store, you keep buying more and more and more. So let's say you see the Valentine's Day hearts and the stuffed animals and, the, and all the cute little things for loved ones and your sweetheart. And it's still December. So do you go into the store and buy the item? And then in January, you see it again and you buy more. And then the end of January, it's still there and you buy more. And and now it's February. And not only do you see the Valentine's Day stuff, but they put the St. Patty's Day stuff out because that's in just in March. Do you buy more of the St. Patty's Day, um, the, 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 the St. Valentine's Day stuff and then start buying the St. Patty's Day stuff? Do you think that them advertising the holiday that much sooner makes you purchase more? Statistically, the answer is no. You just purchase it sooner. So why do you think they put the stuff out? Do you think they would put the stuff out if nobody bought it? No. Not at all. Do you go into the store and a salesman grabs you by the arm and brings you down the aisle where the St. Valentine's Day stuff is being advertised during Christmas time and puts a gun to your head and says, I need you to buy this stuff now or I'm going to shoot you dead. No, 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 no. So first of all, it is not the CEO of the company. It's not the company that has created commercialism. It is you. It's me. The, the, the consumer. The consumer. We still want to believe we're influenced and manipulated. No, we're not. We are not. How many products have been put out on the market that have failed? That have been advertised and they did bad and they were taken off the market? The only way an item or anything works is if there is somebody to purchase it, to go there, to, to buy into it. You need somebody who's interested in doing that. So therefore, you can't influence somebody and buy. Oh, it seems that way. Oh, everybody's buying a Snuggly. Remember the Snugglies? Oh, my gosh. Oh, good Lord. 
a blanket. But because it had a hood on it, everybody is buying. Oh, my God, snugglies. Look at it. And then they had one with feet. I don't know. And then they had feety snugglies. Now they made... Everybody bought that up, and so they can't make any more of those. Nobody's buying them anymore. They got tired of it, right? Now they just made a snuggly that's a wrap. And even my wife said, oh, now I like that. Because then it looks it looks classier. I can walk outside, right? It looks like, like one of those... Um, um, oh, God, Indians used to wear them over their heads and stuff like that. And and so it looks just like that. And it looks like a classy wrap that you can buy. But it's a snuggly redesigned. And so, yes, now they're going to be selling a million one of those. Why? Because of their fabulous advertising. It works so good. It convinces you that you can't live without it. Nobody can convince you of anything because if they could, we'd have a different world by now. You convince yourself of everything. You're the one that says, oh, I need that. Because I can see all of that stuff and not be influenced by it at all. So let's get back to the commercialism part. Then why is commercialism? And I'm going to tell you something. Commercialism is vital. It developed, all commercialism developed from for one reason because we have forgotten we have forgotten who we are we have forgotten the reason for the holidays and so the god force with inside of each and every one of us also inspired hallmark inspired commercialism and don't blame hallmark because they came out with cards you know, that's why I say it's a hallmark moment. It is a hallmark moment, but you can't blame them for commercialism. We created commercialism because we're obstinate beings. We've forgotten who we are. We have completely forgotten who we are. Every single holiday that humans created, humans did, was inspired by their souls to mock a memory, to try to incite an understanding. Let's see, I know I'm going to forget all the holidays, but let's start in January. New Year's Day. New Year's Day. It's a big holiday. We celebrate that holiday. Why were we inspired to celebrate that holiday? Because the year is over? How come we don't celebrate New Sunday? New Sunday. The week is over. Need to celebrate it. The whole week has gone by. Or, or new, new any day. New Monday, new Tuesday, new Wednesday. Well, we celebrate the year. We can't celebrate each and every one of those days, right? We would never have time. And if we got the day off for every single holiday, they'd never be us working. So, so we waited until the year and we made it big. But we made it big for a reason. Because New Year's is to remind us that we have the capacity of creating something new every single moment of our lives. 
What you didn't like yesterday, you can change and create something new today. So because we forgot that, we chose at least one day a year to try to remember that. Okay, it seems more momentous that we go from one year, 1900 to 1901. And then, of course, oh my gosh, when it went from the 1900s to the 2000s, wow, the 21st century, wow, that was a big thing, right? And it's going to be a big deal when we go into the 3000s, if the world is around that long. But there is a reason why we need to remember those things, because we have forgotten we're capable of creating a new a new life, even if our lives are great and wonderful, and that's where I'll say I'm at and my wife is at, we have wonderful and great lives. Every new year we go, oh my gosh, how much more we can create in this new year. So if you have already created great things for yourself, the reminder is you can create more a new more of things, maybe something new that you've never experienced before, maybe more of what you've already experienced, but greater, right? I've been on a cruise before, wonderful, couple of cruises, they were beautiful. Now, one was a short cruise to Bermuda, fabulous. That was my first cruise on my wife and I's 25th anniversary. Then the next cruise we went on was a river cruise. Wow, we went into another country. That was beautiful. We visited other countries. And then the recent cruise, which was just before this coronavirus, we went to the Caribbean. Oh, my gosh, with unity and science of mind together. Now we've got a new cruise coming up if it goes through next December. It's a, again a combination unity, science of mind, spiritual cruise down the Danube to the Christmas market. So each year, each time I get to experience something even bigger, better, more, because that's who we are. That's what God promised. That's what Jesus taught. And all your spiritual leaders taught that. You can have more. The only teachers that didn't teach that was Buddha. Where if you want more, that causes suffering. Desire causes suffering. No, lack of getting what you want is what causes suffering. So the way they figured on it, there are certain religions, I'm not going to diss any of them, they're there for a reason and they've served a purpose. However, you have to understand that some of the beliefs and the majority of them came as coping mechanisms in life. They didn't come from inspirations of wisdom. Wisdom developed out of the idea of, okay, how do we stop people from suffering, especially when things are being taken away from you? Got to understand during those times, during Tibetan times, during the, 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 the Chinese and Japanese times, there was a lot of stuff being taken away from the people and they were suffering. And so now you've got these ministers and these churches and these spiritual leaders wanting to create an understanding that's going to help people, Buddha and any of them. 
the Tao Te Ching and, and all of these books that will, will come out with ways of coping in life. So don't want things because right now, if you want things, it's being taken away from you. So if you don't want anything, then anything that's being taken away doesn't mean anything. And therefore, you won't suffer. That's not who we were meant to be. Not at all. And so commercialism, we created, we inspired. I love the way we separate people too. Businesses, corporations, as if those people are any different than the rest of us. You know, this business, this corporation, this, this, um, the people on Wall Street and, and financial investors, complete different characters and animals than the rest of us humans. So we separate them. They created. No, they're in the same pool as us. They're humans. You stick a needle in them, they bleed. They get the coronavirus and die as well. So we created commercialism. But it's not so terrible then. Here's the way you solve and resolve any of that stuff. Remember. Remember, remember who we are. So we did New Year's Day. So New Year's Day is about remembering the newness that you can create every single moment of your life. All right, so now we're in February, St. Valentine's Day. Oh, please, if you can't figure out why we created that one. The most, the most natural thing to our existence, not as physical beings, but as beings, period, is love. And why do you think we would need to create a day to remind us of that? A day to celebrate that. Do you think if we were automatically celebrating it every day and living it every day that we would need a holiday about it? We'd need a special day? One special day out of the year is when you're going to treat your lover the best you could, seriously. But we created that day because the most natural thing has become the most deprived thing on the planet. Love, unconditional love, working healthy, loving relationships, the most deprived thing. And why do I say that? because of how many relationships have broken down. When I was studying to become a psychotherapist, the statistic back then was that 56% of all marriages ended in divorce, 56%, 56%. Based on some of the research I've recently read, and it's arguable, because the research goes on both sides, they say that number has improved, it's come all the way down. I don't believe that. I don't believe I believe that divorces are left and right all over the place. You can't keep up with the numbers. There's no way to monitor the numbers of breakups and that just marriages. People aren't getting married as much. Back in the old days, people got married at 18. You graduated high school. If you had you go and find a lover. That's when my parents got married at 16, 17, 18 years old. I got married at 23. Nowadays, they're not getting married until 30 or 40. So nobody is counting the numbers of relationships before they get married anymore. They're only counting the number of of relationships and marriages from the older people. 
So, of course, the number can seem like it's improving, but that is not true. When you look at the way the world is going today, you cannot tell me that relationships and love is thriving. Nobody's going to convince me of that. So we create a holiday. We created a holiday to remind us, damn it, stop one day of the year and pay attention to love. Oh, and then, of course... Those without love. Every single holiday, by the way, has its counterpart. And you'll see it. Remember those who don't have as much as you. Remember those who have lost their lovers and cannot celebrate. Because it makes them feel bad that everybody is celebrating. I'm sorry. I am not cold to those people by no means, but you're telling me that stopping celebrating who we are is going to make people feel better or celebrating more will encourage them and give them hope that they can have what we're celebrating. Do you think that that's a better answer? Don't stop being the power because people around you seem powerless. Be the power even more because that entices them and encourages them more. It's the same reason why we shine our lights. You don't dim your light, you shine your light. I want a light like that person. Yeah, will there be those who run away from the light because they don't think they have any? Of course, but you can't stop that. And you can't change who you are for them. You increase who you are. You multiply who you are for them. I think you're getting the point. St. Patty's Day. That's one of the next ones. And I'm missing a whole bunch of ones in between. I know that. The smaller ones or some of the religious ones. They're all for the same reason. St. Patty's Day. Okay, what hit this This savior this saintly man do patrick in ireland he freed ireland freedom there are several holidays we celebrate about freedom democracy equality we'll jump from saint patty's day oh before we get to to fourth of july because that's our freedom celebration in our country But then we have Mother's Day and Father's Day. Holy crap. In order to honor our parents, we needed to create a day for each of them. Ooh. Ooh, that's bad. And why did we need to create a day? Because not every mother and father was perfect out there. So it was hard to celebrate them and honor them and always adore them. But we forgot. We forgot how to do that. We forgot how to care. We forgot how to give them respect, even the ones that weren't so bad. You know, we take things for granted when we're growing up, of course. This holiday was created, geez, was it for the kids? Because if you think about it, the adults buy the cards for the kids. The adults buy the cards for themselves. So the adults had forgotten to honor their parents. My parents were extremely abusive while I was growing up. Beat me all the time for the stupidest of things. Mom had OCD, and if I happened to come home from school, had a dessert, used a teaspoon, and left it in the sink without washing it, I got beat. 
If I came home, I had slippers at the back door, always had to put on slippers. I had to take off my shoes and put my slippers on to go through the kitchen, which was very short. By the time I got to the stairs, there was carpeting. I was now supposed to take my slippers off to be able to walk on the carpeting in, in my bare feet or my stocking feet. If my mother, when she came home from work, saw the slippers in the wrong place, I would get beat because she knew I didn't follow the rules. I'd get punished, I'd get beat. It was mostly always physical. And this is the woman I'm supposed to get a Mother's Day card for. Matter of fact, I was 17 years old, got my first job, May's Department Store, Levittown, Long Island. For any of you who come from Long Island, May's Department Store. I worked in the cosmetic department stocking the shelves. That was my first job. I put away every single penny I could, and on before Mother's Day, I went to the local Deutsch Jewelers in the shopping strip, and I bought my mother a mother's ring. Oh, no, a pin, not a ring, a pin, sorry. And it had the stones of my brother, myself, my mother, my father on it. That's what a mother's pin, a mother's ring is all about, a pendant. And I was so excited to give it to her. I was thrilled. Oh, my gosh, this is the first gift I have bought with my own money for my mother. And I gave it to her on Mother's Day with such joy in my eyes and my heart. And she turned around and she said to me, oh, this is so pretty and nice, but I wouldn't use anything like this. I'd return it if I was you. That's what my mother said to me when I did everything I could to scrape and borrow and and make enough money, make enough money, not borrow, make enough money to buy that. And she said she didn't want it. And I built a house with my wife to move my parents in to take care of them before they died. We'll talk more about the holidays and honoring the parents and whole, all the reasons for commercialism, and how to raise your vibration next to the highest level you can. So stay with me here on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm Vincent Jenna. Happy holidays to everyone. Hang in there with me. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Well, welcome back. 
Um, if you are just joining us, we're talking about how life is a hallmark moment. That is one of my powerful lectures. If you want to hear the whole lecture, actually, you could go to my website at vincentjenna.com and go to the digital audio page, and it is there. It's a very powerful and fun lecture as well. And we've been talking about that and the reason for commercialism and how we have forgotten to celebrate ourselves. And I was just going through the holidays, and we came to... Uh, the parents on Mother's Day and Father's Day and why to honor them. And I just sharing the story how, yes, I, my mother was emotionally and physically abusive, but that was no reason for me not to honor them because without their body and consent with each other, I would not be here. And um, and the commandment, supposedly, the guideline, shall we say, is honor thy mother and thy father. And it says honor them. It doesn't say you have to like them. You have to agree with them. You have to do everything that they say and want you to do for the rest of your life. No, it doesn't say that. You don't have to move in with them. You don't have to purposely build a house for them, take care of them. No, it says honor them. Honoring means to remember them. Remember that they gave you life. Respect the fact that they're humans, even if they've made mistakes, they're still souls, and they're souls to agree to go along with your plan. So though my mother's physical mind was damaged, and she lashed out at my brother and myself, her soul was not damaged. And so I was able to, having taken care of my own issues, move my parents in with us. Mom developed Alzheimer's as a defense mechanism. Dad developed dementia also as a defense mechanism. And I took care of them. And I didn't take care of them because I was trying to prove I was a good son. I took care of them because I wanted to take care of their souls and their bodies there. I knew their minds would not appreciate what I was doing, what my wife was doing. In fact, they thought it was about us taking control of their lives, but they were pretty much children-like by the time we did take care of them. And I knew, and everybody knew, that I needed to take over. Somebody needed to take over. And I didn't want to put them in a home and expedite their death. We made it as pleasant as possible. They, they enjoyed all our parties and gatherings, their grandchildren. Well, at least they were there. Um, their mental or my mother's mental issues kept her from truly enjoying all of it, which was sad, but her soul absorbed it. And that's all I cared about. And I noticed that the moments before they died, they let me know they got it. That's all I cared about is for their soul. So that's why we honor them. They agreed to our contract. And that's why we need to honor them no matter how they wind up treating us. And part of the way they treat us could be part of our contract anyway. So we honor them for going along with that. And we created a holiday to remember that instead of just hating them. Instead of just complaining about them. Let's say Mother's Day, Father's Day. Oh, the 4th of July here in America. We get to celebrate the 4th of July, but we are examples to the rest of the world. And we celebrate the 4th of July. Oh, my gosh, did we need this reminder. And we are hypocrites if we celebrate it for any other reason. Because we are free and we get to do whatever we want. No, that is not the reason we created the holiday. It is not the reason why we created America. We created it to show that all humans, all beings are equal. 
are beautiful and wonderful and deserve to be able to live together in peace, in harmony, in joy, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. All man is created equal, all mankind. So he created a celebration, a day to remind us of that. You don't need the reminders, people. If you're doing it automatically, we wouldn't have created it or needed it if we celebrated all the time. If we celebrated equality, if we celebrated democracy, if we celebrated freedom all the time, you wouldn't need one day out of an entire year to make sure you remembered that with all the fireworks and pomps and circumstance. Oh, it's pretty. It's fun, isn't it? But why can't we just any day say, okay, we're going to have this big celebration just to remember how fabulous we are. Here we go. And we're going to have all these Gucci fireworks. Fabulous. Every time we see a firework, you do realize you raise that level of vibration inside of you. Even if you're watching the firework at Disneyland, it's a reminder. It's a trigger. It's like the Pavlovian dogs. So the holidays do the same thing. They cause a response, but they, it's become so automatic that that's the reason for commercialism. It wasn't commercialism in the beginning. We only went to the stores and the businesses and only just weeks before the holidays. And there they were. Okay, new decorations now. And now they're sooner and sooner and sooner because we've, we're so caught up in the mundaneness of life. Oh, and that word hustle bustle, two words, hustle bustle of life, right? We get caught up. It's the same meaning. And so we forget to, to, to remember. We forget to remember. So let's see, I've gotten to the 4th of July. What's after the 4th of July? And then we have President's Day and we have like in, in honoring our leaders. Yeah, some of them. But honoring them, the meaning of it is the leader inside each of us that is capable of leading us through our lives and guiding us. And reminding us, that's the reason why we celebrate leadership. President's Day, it doesn't matter what it is. I forgot, Martin, the, the individual celebrations like Martin Luther King Jr. Do you think we would have needed to celebrate that if we had honored equality all along? No, and Martin Luther King Day is not just to remind us that blacks or equal to whites, it's to remind us that everything within us is equal and honorable, that we deserve respect. We deserve to respect ourselves. The whole reason why we don't respect others is because we don't respect ourselves. So Martin Luther King Jr. celebration physically and earthly was to remember what this man honorably did for the black community, but it was inspired to remind us within how we need to honor ourselves 
And we go on. Okay, so we've got 4th of July, July, August, nothing special in August, September, October. And we come to all of those, all the souls, celebrate the soul to remind us, not just of the dead souls, all souls day, all souls, all souls, celebrate that you are a soul. It's an attempt to remind us we don't die. It's an attempt to remind us we're more than just physical. We are metaphysical, which means more than physical. We are spiritual beings. We were souls before we were physical. So we even created days culturally and all over the world to remind us of that because we forgot. And then we're down to these holidays, Christmas. You want to definitely come back next week when I discuss the metaphysical meaning of the whole nativity story. That's important. Even if you're Jewish, even if you don't celebrate Muslim, it doesn't make a difference what you are. Hindu, come and and shaman, come and listen because the, the meaning is for everyone and you don't have to be Christian in order to understand it. The whole point is that every single religion Every single culture was inspired to create something to help remind us of who we are. And every Christian should look at those celebrations. They should look at the Jewish holidays and understand why. Why Hanukkah? Why celebrate the lamp oil that lasted eight days? It was the light that we're celebrating. The light. After something is destroyed, what is lasting forever is the light within us. It doesn't make a difference if the temple, and what do we refer to as the temple? The body. It doesn't make a difference what you're body goes through in your life, physically, emotionally. What matters is the light will never go out. It will never go out because that's who you are, because you're a God source. It can't go out. So so all of those cultural holidays mean something. So now why? Why do we need to celebrate? Oh, why, why do we need to remember? What does remembering do? Okay, okay. It seems that remembering obviously makes us understand who we are, right? But it does more than that. What's the energy, the joy of Christmas, right? All these holidays, what do they do? I happen to love this time of year because it's the highest vibrational time. As a matter of fact, it is such a high energetic time that it is the statistically the greatest day of the year with the most deaths is around Christmas time in December from all over the world, not just Christmas, but December itself. Because of all the holidays that are being celebrated around the world and culturally, the energy level is so high, statistically, there are more deaths now and during birthdays of the people than there are any other time of the year. Why? Why? Why would we leave loved ones and leave them with grieving on this holiday? Well, because the soul made that decision. We're not supposed to be grieving death. There is no death. So we leave... At the best time of the year, who wants to leave on the worst time of the year? Not to mention, I know you'll remember me the next holiday that comes around. 
I don't want you to remember my death. I want you to remember me. And the most important thing for people and all humans, the greatest, most important and greatest fear they have is not being remembered. They want to be remembered. They want to leave a mark. They want to look back. I want to be remembered so much I want to be quoted when I'm gone. I want to be quoted. That lets me know I made the difference that I wanted to make. Even if you laugh about me, I want to be remembered. And I know you want to be remembered too. So yes, so a lot of people leave around Christmas time. Now, yes, a lot of people become suicidal who are depressed and kill themselves at Christmas time. Well, here's the problem with that. Energy is energy, and it's up to us to charge the energy. So all this energy is being raised for us to use. And if you are a positive person, you will be using the energy for you. We're going to talk about that in the remaining minutes that I have. But if you are a negative person, that energy is going to exacerbate your negative feelings. You can turn it around in a moment, but it will exaggerate just like a crystal. Everybody, you know, wears crystals, you know, quartz, crystal quartz. And they think that it's going to bring them all this wonderful energy because that's the property that a crystal has. No, it isn't. The property that a crystal quartz has is to magnify. It's the reason why crystals were used in your earliest radios, because it magnified the signal that was coming in. It didn't create a signal. It didn't make the radio more powerful. It magnified the symbol, the signal. So if you're wearing quartz crystal and you're feeling bad one day, guess what? You better take that crystal off and put it away because it's going to make you feel worse. It's going to magnify your negative feeling. So, so the best time of year where the energy is the highest, and if you're in a depressed place, it's going to magnify your depression. And boom, yeah, you can commit suicide. But the soul then still knows it's leaving at the best time of the year. So your emotional mind may become more depressed, but your soul knows, okay, if you're going to go, now is a better time to go than tomorrow when, when it's a lower energy again. High energy, that's all we care about. So why remember? What does it do? Here is the thing, people. I need you to gain this passion. I need you to tap in. This year, the, 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 when we need it the most, there has been such nonsense going on this entire year, so much negativity. It started with the pandemic. It started before that. started with the pandemic. Then it was added to by the, the, all the, the, the fighting and the killing and, and the horrible Black Lives Matter things that were going on that was so bad. And then, then we had the election and holy cow, all of that, all of that negative energy needs to be changed. And the only way to change it is with positive energy. And the only way that you can do that is tap in, tap in, open up your channels and tap into this season. I don't care if you're Jewish. I don't care if you're Mormon. I don't care if you're Christian. I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you're shaman. I don't care whatever you are. Hindu, Tibetan, it, tap into the power of this 
season of remembering that we're divine beings. And when you tap into that and you feel that chill running through your system and running up your spine and going to the back of your neck and you got goosebumps and maybe you listen to a song even and you have tears in your eyes. I can't listen to Christmas songs without crying. And there's certain ones that make me cry. And I let myself do that because it feels so good because I know then I have tapped in to my God. That's why you raise your energy. That's the purpose of celebrating. So every single holiday when you're sitting there and maybe you're drinking a beer with your friends or having some wine, having hot dogs or turkey or whatever, your Christmas cookies, and you feel this moment of joy expanded, tap into it, feel it, and you're feeling the God within you. It's the energy. It's not the occasion. It's not the physical being. It's the energy of who you are that you are tapping into. That's the reason for celebrating. And if we keep celebrating and tapping into that energy, maybe, maybe we'll remember. We go, wow, wait, you know, that feels so good. What is that? What is that power inside of me that I feel? I feel like I can do anything. We get a high, and I don't care if any psychologist wants to call it a manic feeling. All of a sudden now, everybody in the world is bipolar and diagnosed bipolar. Why? Because they have exciting moments, because they want to create. Why is there bipolar? Why do we people become manic? because they don't want to stay down in that low state. So their brain pushes them over. And sometimes you can be pushed over the edge. But how can you be pushed over the edge? We're unlimited beings. We can fly. We can walk on water. And so just because you believe it and you're going to try it means that you're crazy, right? Well, yes, there's limitations. Then we purposely limit ourselves. And no, don't be going off a building thinking you're going to fly or be Spider-Man or something. But... I want you to feel that excitement. I want you to feel that joy. I want you to tap into that. Tap into it until you cry. Tap into it until you have chills. Tap into it because the moment you do that, you feel unbounding love. And that unbounding love extends out and heals not only yourself, the world, it heals everybody around. It heals those who are not believing what we believe. Those who are angered. Those who are lashing out. That's how we heal this country. And that's how we heal the world. Is by putting out more love. Don't sit there and go into talking about, well, there's, there's only so much that I can do. No. There is a lot you can do. You can take the time to feel. You can take the time to tap in. The whole purpose. Why do you think the Hallmark movies? There's one after another after another. Why do people watch them? I need to have either Christmas music on or a Hallmark movie on or a Lifetime Christmas movie. Or they have other channels that have the Christmas movies. And even Hallmark has a second movie drama channel that shows the Christmas movies. Why do you think that's all on? And I don't care. I'll admit it. Yeah, well, women want it, are the only ones that are supposed to admit that they watch Hallmark movies baloney. 
Maybe if men started watching them a lot more, they'll tap into the emotions. Why? Because it's the exact same story with different costumes, a different town, but there's always snow, there's always ice, there's always a lover, there's always a breakup, there's always somebody catching a, a breakup with another person when they thought that it was going to get better, and then, oh my gosh, they're not, they're still with another person, and there's disappointment, and then there's hurt, and then there's always the end, and there's always mistletoe, and they're always kissing. So why do we need to watch it a million and one different ways? Because our souls, <clears throat> our souls, excuse me. <clears throat> See, I get so excited talking about this. <clears throat> our souls are trying to remind us of who we are. That's why. Our souls are trying to get us excited about the love again a love story. Our souls are trying to get us excited about the time of year, a re-energizing, a, a, re a renewal, a reminding us of the Christ within or the light within, whatever you celebrate. It's a time to remember that because we've got to take the time because we're not doing it throughout the year. So let's take this time to do it and this year let's do it the most the most we need it the most now we need and we're the only ones who can do that and when you do it for yourself you will extend it out onto others and you will make them feel great too and you both get chills up your spine when you're sitting with your grandkids and you see the joy in their eyes what does that do for you when they believe in santa has left them a beautiful gift why did we create santa claus and by the way there is a santa documentary you need to watch it was so funny because once again I'm sitting there with my wife and we're driving and I wanted to know, okay, when did the celebration of Christmas actually start and how did Santa Claus evolve? And all of a sudden we're home and I put the TV on and um, we only have Roku over here where we are. And so I put on Netflix and what pops up? The evolution of Santa and how he began. I'm like, holy crap. Thank you. Thank you. I just asked for that. It was an amazing, amazing story. And it was all through the inspiration of internal spiritual understanding of who we are. And we used one man, Santa Claus, to remind us of who we are. Every character that we celebrate, every holiday that we celebrate is an aspect of who we are. And we individualize things to help us recognize that. But we need to pull it all together again. We are Santa Claus, or at least is supposed to be. Saint Nicholas did exist. He was a patron saint. He was actually a patron saint in Germany. And he was a very giving person. And so from Saint Nicholas, right? Santa Nicholas. Santa Nicholas then got translated through the countries to, to Amsterdam. 
and then became Santa Claus, only because of the sound of Santa Nicholas. Santa Claus. It was very amazing how the name came about. But it's about who we are. We're giving. If one person can give, we all can give. If one person can love, we all can love. We were all made with the same stuff. We are Santa Claus. I've taught my children that. I first taught them that it was me. They saw a portrait of Santa Claus in my decorations, if you've seen my house at all. And when my kids were grandkids were first growing up, they'd say, Poppy, is that you? And I'd say, yes, that was me. And now that they're older, I explain that's each and every one of us. And one man represented that. Every time you give, you're Santa Claus. Every time you care about another human, every time you look at a child and you understand the joy in their innocent eyes, you're Santa Claus. So let's all be Santa Clauses this year. Let's all feel the joy of the holidays, no matter what position you're in. If you have nothing right now, if you are listening to this show out on the street, but sitting next to somebody who has an iPhone, who's playing this radio show, join in in remembering who you are and you can renew your life. The moment you remember, you can turn it around. Magic happens when you remember. So remember this holiday season. Join me next week when we talk about the true meaning and the symbols of the nativity story. Thank you for joining me today and always. I do this because of the joy I get in helping you all remember who you are. You're my brothers and sisters, and we're going to have some big celebration at home one day all together. And I'm going to do the best I can to help you in the meantime remember who you really are. I love you all. Celebrate your life. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.